Yes, coming up uh, 24 to 6 here on this Tuesday. By the way, tomorrow I'll be speaking to Malcolm Gregory Brown, the father of Campbell Brown, of course, works on uh, SEN. Now, Mal Brown is flying over to Perth on Thursday and he's going to reconnect with his premiership players from the 1972 WAFL Premiership side, East Perth, and they beat Claremont. Of course, the last time East Perth won a premiership before that was in 1959. So Brownie is coming over. He's organised this big 50-year reunion for East Perth dating back to 1972. And also, it'll be the 20th anniversary of the 2002 East Perth Premiership, of which Tony McHale was the coach. So a big reunion. I'm going to talk to Brownie tomorrow about that reunion, but more also broadly about how he sees football and certainly the issues during the course of the week. Because as we know, in his day, Brownie was involved in a lot of controversy, uh, wasn't he? He was always back page of the headlines. I'm just wondering how he would have gone these days in the world of social media. So Malcolm Brown will join us. was one of my guests on Drive tomorrow. So looking forward to having a chat to him. Just some news coming out of the glory. Uh, and you're probably hearing it first. It will be officially announced, I think, in the next day or so. But the Perth Glory have reportedly signed centre-back Mark Beavers. Now, the 32-year-old spent last season in the championship, that is the second tier of English football, with Peterborough United and has also had spells at Bolton Wanderers, Millwall and Sheffield Wednesday. In fact, he played 140 games at Sheffield Wednesday, 117 at Millwall, left them at 2016, uh, then went to Bolton Wanderers where he played another 121 games in the space of about uh, three to four seasons and in the last three seasons has been at Peterborough United. But he's coming to Perth and will be uh, in the centre of the Perth Glory defence Uh, come next season. That'll be announced very shortly. So there you go. Mark Beavers, who played with Peterborough United, who, by the way, were relegated from the championship last year. They're now in League One, which is a third tier. But uh, Mark was part of their team and, of course, has got a pretty good CV. Bolton Wanderers, Millwall and Sheffield Wednesday. So he's uh, one of the big recruits uh, to strengthen that Perth Glory defence in uh, the next season, being uh, season 2022-23. All right, and just some other news. Uh, would you believe the MND, of course, the uh, raising money to drive for MND? We had the big freeze at Optus Stadium, actually, last weekend, but it was all the big freeze on the Queen's birthday holiday uh, at the MCG. They've just counted up the donations and the money that was raised for uh, the drive to find a cure for MND. $19.8 million they raised which is just an astronomical amount of money. So congratulations to everybody that was involved with that and people that donated more importantly. In the end, the final tally, $19.8 million for the drive for MND to try and find a cure, of course, led by uh, Neil Danaher. All right, uh, we'll give you a cricket update. Sri Lanka, by the way, and this is the fourth, I think, ODI. Uh, fourth ODI, I'm losing track actually because they played every second day. Fourth ODI, Sri Lanka are batting the two for 31 uh, in the ninth over. Two for 31 
in the ninth over. Okay, let's get to this story now. 100 years celebration for the Sterling Saints Football Club who play in the Perth Football League. And joining us is one of their committee men and the man that is the historian for the Sorrento Saints Football Club in Paul Giamov. Paul, thanks for your time and thanks for joining us on the program. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Congratulations. Uh, I did this with the Maddington Football Club a couple of weeks ago who celebrated their centenary, and I believe it's a significant milestone for the Sterling Saints Football Club. It is. Uh, we're, we're fortunate enough this year to be celebrating our, our centenary. Um, um, we're actually... Uh, our, our current club is an amalgamation of two previous clubs. One of them was the Osmond Park Football Club, which was established in 1922. Uh, so, obviously, it's... Um, this year has been 2022 is our, our centenary year. So, um, yeah, it's a, looking to be a very special year for the club. And, of course, the other club being, you said Osmond Park, and there was another club, was there? It was, yeah. The other club was uh, the Belcatta Amateur Football Club. Um, in their early years, they were known as um, ACA, which is Australian-Italian Cultural Association. So, um, yeah, they, they morphed into the Belcatta uh, Cats and the two uh, the two former clubs merged into one sort of super club in um, 1998. So the origins go back to 1922 with the Osmond Park Football Club, who had a rich history, didn't they? Very much so. Um, we've sort of uh, been probably one of the more successful uh, community football clubs. Um, you know, probably in in those earlier years, it was. It was, um, or from my research, it was uh, a little bit of a struggle um, in terms of um, getting regular players and, and uh, competition. And But after World War II, uh, the club joined into the WA Amateur Football League um, and competed there for probably a, uh, a decade or so. And then they joined the... Um, what was called the, the Sunday Football League. Um, and that's when they really took off in terms of um, success and, and, and premierships. Yeah, saying that, I remember the rivalry in the Sunday Football League, Osmond Park and Wanneroo were the two uh, northern suburbs clubs that had a rich history uh, playing against each other, didn't they? Most definitely. It was probably, even though we um, haven't played against Wanneroo uh, are now known as a Kingsway Football Club, but even though we haven't played against them for a, a few years, they're still uh, traditionally they're probably still considered our greatest rival because of that that history dating back to the Sunday League days. I'm I'm told that you know in its heyday you'd have you know five ten thousand people at the Osmond Park and and Wanneroo Showgrounds. That that was sort of the the amount of um, you know fierce competitiveness between the two clubs. I can always ask you if you can recall some of the names maybe that people would recognise that maybe at one stage played with Osmond Park or Belcatta or more recently the Sterling Saints. Um, probably some of the more high-profile names uh, we've had. Uh, we've been lucky enough to have uh, players that have come through that have um, had VFL, AFL experience. Um, there's probably the, the earliest one was a. a Guy by the name of Barry McAuliffe, who played for North Melbourne in the in the sixties, and then played for Osmond Park in the seventies. But probably the probably the the highest profile one would be Dennis Committee. He um, 
had a had a year at Osmond Park as as captain coach. Um, some other ones probably would, that would be well known would be Brian Duke, who played for Hawthorne in the mm-hmm. early seventies and the latter part of his career. He was actually a premiership player at Osmond Park. Um, Barry Beecroft, another one who played uh, VFL and I, and and Waffle. He was a um, uh, a captain coach of our club for two premierships. Um, probably uh, more in more recent times, with uh, Kevin Caton was actually the initial uh, coach of the when the two clubs merged in '98, um, and probably our in, in even more recent times, uh, I'd say that Kingsley Hunter he played all his junior football with Osmond Park, and then went and had a successful. Waffle and, and AFL career, and um, at the back end of his sort of playing days, he's uh, come, came back and um, not only played but coached our side for many years. So, yeah. Mm, there's some, some significant names there. There's no question about that. Rich in history and rich in WA football history for that matter. Tell us about yeah. the Sterling Saints. What have you got planned in your centenary year? So uh, probably the, the biggest event we have is coming up on June the 25th, we've got a centenary round um, where all three of our clubs, we've got a league reserves and a third senior team. So all three of our clubs will be playing um, at our home ground at Richard Welfie Reserve. Um, and to commemorate the, the event, um, traditionally as as uh, a club called Saints, we've had the colours of red, white and, and black um, as most clubs do with that are called saints but um i actually found that um through looking um historical research in our initial minutes book which is stored in the wa library that our initial colors were actually blue with a with a, with a yellow v that was the initial guernsey worn by our club so for our centenary round we're actually looking at uh we will be wearing uh, a reproduction of our original guernseys blue with a yellow v which will be a bit strange for a, a Saints team mm-hmm. running around with those colours. Um, but, yeah, and following uh, that, that um, during the year, we've actually um, had a, I guess, a poll or a survey open where, um, where we've asked our club members and supporters to nominate players for a team of the century. So, um, and that's um, actually had quite a, quite a positive response and, um so we'll be looking to name a, a team of the century um, at a function at the end of the year. We haven't determined the the, the date uh, for that function at this stage, but it'll most likely be after the season's finished. So hopefully we'll be celebrating a centenary and hopefully a, a premiership as well. Oh, that'd be fantastic. And as I let you go, uh, how's the club travelling at this point in time in season 2022? Yeah, very well. We're sitting in um, third position on the ladder on a, in a ten-team competition. Um, strangely enough, our our we're, we're uh, seven wins and two losses, and our our two losses against some of the, the the lower sides, and we seem to be able to lift quite well when we're playing top of the table clashes. So it's it's a little bit unusual at this stage, but um, yeah, we're looking quite well and. Um, We'll definitely be pushing deep into the finals, hopefully, to add another flag to the club. Good on you, Paul. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the milestone. 100 years stronger, the Sterling Saints Football Club, of course, formerly involved uh, as Osmond Park and Balcata. Thanks for your time and enjoy the celebrations. 
Thank you very much for your time, Peter. I appreciate it. Now, my pleasure. Good on you, Paul. Uh, Paul Giamov there, who's putting the history together for the centenary of the Sterling Saints uh, Football Club. Just before we take a break, what well, on Mitch Marsh. He's picked up a wicket. Uh, Sri Lanka now three for 35 after 10 overs. Three for 35 after 10 overs in the fourth uh, ODI being played there in Sri Lanka. A quick break and then back to wrap up everything on Drive with Peter Vlahos. Thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre.